Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Hey, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Welcome. We'll Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron podcast. I wanted to, I'm excited, man. For what? What are we clapping about? Today's the show. Today's the show. It's Sunday. Today's the episode. <laughs> Today's the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. I kind of sound like I have a cold, but I don't. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I turned your mic so you sound like a dumbass <laughs> instead of a drunkest. I put an allergy filter on here, so it sounds like you can't breathe. Zyrtec just stuck inside the pop filter Zyrtec. here. So, yeah, just for you. You know, mm-hmm. you, you always you always complain about being too quiet. Mm-hmm. So I turned you up. That's what, up. that's what it sounds like when you're turned up. It's complete Sick, volume. Sickness. Yep. 11 out of... 11 out of it. <laughs> episode 176 thanks for tuning in we greatly appreciate it uh apologies for last week <laughs> yeah so it's uh, a little little rambunctious but that's all right sometimes it happens i don't apologize for anything that's true i we, didn't say anything that i regret it's a shitty podcast anyway so it's true yeah that's that's usually what the episodes sound like that's that's the standard that's the standard it is not if we ever want to work at Lucasfilm, I'm sending in last week's episode. <laughs> like, if you can deal with this, then we'll do great things together. Go directly to jail. Do not podcast ever do again. Do not pass course on it. Do not collect <laughs> 20,000 Republic Dataries. So, of course, we're going to start with the weather. We will get into Guess the Scene. We'll get into our beer review, which is sitting right in front of us. It was very nice today. It's a Rheingeist, but that's all I'm going to say because I'm excited for it. Yeah, I got a wacky one. Wacky Racers, Penelope Pitstop, and the Rock Guys. Wow, that's the one with the dog that laughs, right? Yeah, a rusty <laughs> trombone. What's his name? Rocky Pitts. <laughs> what is his name? Rumpus? I can't remember the dog's name, but he's... Dick Dastardly. Dick Dastardly. And Muttley. Muttley, yeah, there you go. Muttley, of course. Dick Dastardly. Dogly. Those classic, man, those... There's something about classic cartoons that I truly enjoy from like the inner child yeah. i'll watch those wacky races i'll watch the tom and jerry's i'll watch the uh um coyote and and roadrunner I, I love that shit yeah it's good and that was all reruns for us too like i'm well, nostalgic yeah. for it but that was like when when we were kids was when the boomerang channel came out so like i was watching reruns of all that stuff obviously because it was like from the 50s and shit but no wacky races i remember that it's it's interesting that you can have an entire episode with no one talking and you still can laugh. Like, there's no jokes. It's They uh, talk. Well, I'm saying, like, in the uh, Coyote Roadrunner, not a word is spoken. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't, yeah, they don't talk. They're animals. It just, there's words on screen. Acme cut a bird in half. Scissors. Done in a half. <laughs> Acme I'm, lightsaber. I'm cutting half pretty bad, Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a particularly bad case of somebody being cut in half. I recently watched Dewey Cox, and it's, it's, it's it, one of the best comedies ever, I think. It holds up well, but the one thing I will say is it's a definitely a tad long. I enjoy pretty much the entire movie, but okay I do it. I do sit there and I'm like, wow. I'm okay with it. I'm like two and a half hours in and we ain't got nowhere. 
It's only 1971. We still got to get going. <laughs> it's crazy how he does go through like generations. I love it. Yeah. It's a fun. Um, let's get to the weather. It's been really fucking nice. I think so, yeah, that's a great day. I think that's what why I sound stuffed up because man, you my, just said that you weren't stuffed up. I, you just sounded it. Well, I it's allergies. It's not like that I'm sick or anything. It's just it's been so warm. We're getting into the coldest month of the year, and it today was fifty. Really? It was fifty degrees outside in Columbus, Ohio. God damn it! Talk to my mic. Today, Mopar takes over the rest of everything. You sound maybe it's just the mic. You sound good in mine. Yeah. Sorry, that was a pointless test. I also just sniffed. I sound great. All right. Guess the scene. Beer review. <laughs> you want to talk about the weather so bad. The, the other thing that I... Yeah, it's been it's warm. nice it, and sunny in like 47. It, yeah, it was like 40. I saw 48 on the on the car. I almost wore shorts. Not that, I, I am wearing shorts. You can't tell. That's that's something that happens I'm naked. Though. Those people that don't realize once 50 degrees hits in Ohio, yeah. that's shorts. People go crazy. We're wearing shorts and sandals. Trying to go to the beach. Well, also, also, we you got to think like Louis. Our attire or collection of cloths is split because we have to be prepared for the. I looked on uh, Facebook memories today, three or four years ago. Real feel negative forty five. So you guys got to realize negative forty five. That's a real lie. real feel. That's so a joke. with with the with the wind. What what's the fake feel though? I want to know that one. The m uh, zero. Well, it was zero. It wasn't the actual temperature that day was negative nine, and then nice. it was like a 30, 40 mile an hour wind. So they said real feel was negative forty five. But you got to think we've got to prepare for that all the way up to it can get over a hundred here. It's it's rare, but it it does happen. Yeah, yeah. So there, there is no storing your winter clothes in the closet because it'll be. May and all of a sudden it's 30 degrees. Yeah. Once it hits, there's like two months, usually December or like January, February, it's going to be cold regardless. But that's it's kind of weird this year. We're going to get into this. January. 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 All right, guys. Do you get it? January. What day is it? It is January, isn't it? January 6th. I know I sound like a rumbus, but like the first part of the new year is always just. It's always just weird. Well, also, the end of the year always just flies by. It's like three weeks is a blur, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, it's next year. It's because all you do is sit on the couch and play Mass Effect all day and drink beer, and then all of a sudden, you have to go back to work, and it's January 5th or whatever. That's what I did. I don't know what you guys did. Mass Effect. We can talk about that later. Not that, that, not that we've ever talked about it or played it. We've got Ryan Geist, which is out of Cincinnati, Ohio, but we do... Yeah. Obviously, we try to... Uh, Rep anything Ohio, mostly Columbus. Anything but good, but mostly Ohio. There's a lot of a lot of non-Columbus brewed beers. Jackie O's is another one. That's Ooh. and platforms out of Cleveland. They have a tap house down here now. Tap I think Warm. they have a brewery down here now too. Oh really? Yeah, I think it's a whole a whole sh- whole um, ordeal building. <laughs> uh, so we got Ryan Geist, which is since he made. It's the Wowie Ale with pineapple and passion fruit. I just picked up something random. I feel like we've been doing. IPAs because we like IPAs sure. or like Stouts and Porters because it's winter Christmas season. So I was like, yeah, hey, this has pineapple and passion fruit in it. Let's just roll the dice. No, that's this is good. And actually, this is one that I, I probably would have liked to try at some point. But uh, um, Glass Armor cannot have pineapple. So I usually stay away from the very fruity ones or like the infused. Well, you can have it. Yeah, but if I have Get it. Get the drinking bell. Ding! 
Is it bad enough? Like if you kiss her after the pineapple, then she dies. Could she like swells up? <laughs> Could <laughs> she's like like the blueberry girl in Willy Wonka? Uh, Willy Wonka the pineapple, but girl. she becomes she gets a coat of glass armor instead. She can't breathe in it. Cheers. Coat of glass armor would be good though, don't you think? I agree. That is one of the more badass armors. Before is that a light you... armor? Yeah. That's so crazy. Glass is so heavy. <laughs> Can you imagine like an inch thick? It's also frail. It makes no sense. Uh, yeah, but you can have bulletproof glass. They weren't making bulletproof. Cheers. Let's drink about it. I don't want to. I don't want to think. As about soon as I sip this, yeah. Cheers. We just cheers twice. This. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Ooh, that's really interesting. So I saw it and I was like, "Oh, that's a cider. We haven't had cider because you know they have." Like the cider geist thing, mm-hmm. and the skull in the middle will be like an apple. So that's why I was going to grab it, but it just says ale with pineapple and passion fruit. It doesn't say cider. So it must just be a beer with the shit inside of it. It's it's pretty good. It's interesting. It's almost too much. I would say the opposite. What would you What would you say on a podcast per se? I would say the opposite. Make of that what you will. This is going to be a choose your own adventure episode. That'd be really cool. We should do that. Well, cheers. And then they have to pick if we drink the beer or if we don't. <laughs> and if we don't drink it, then the rest of the show is terrible. I pass. Mm-hmm. You shall not drink. Ah, uh, no, this is good, man. I like it. Surprisingly it refreshing. I'll agree with that. The uh, the the extremely and I, I don't want to say extremely because this is blended well. Extremely drinkable. It's but, blended well. It's drinkable. I can drink it. Wow. It's got Simcoe Hanth in it. Simcoe, that's the one I look for. It doesn't. It might. I just made that up. The tart passion fruit. So it's not like a sweet passion fruit. I think that's a, a big thing that's holding it together. It's not overly sweet. While it's dominated by the fruit, it's not overly sweet. So I think that's kind of where I was going with it. You, you, uh, you're you for it, huh? I am for it. I like it quite a bit. I'm three it. I'm seven it. Meet the. It says on the back, meet the wild child or tropical troublemaker with effervescent intentions. This ale pairs bright pineapple with apple and tart passion fruit in a sensual carimbo. What the fuck is a carimbo? Oh, is that a is that like a a scimitar? <laughs> a scimitar. It's a very bad sitar. It's just sinning <laughs> left and right. Sin city. Make the getaway destination unknown. Set off into sparkling. This is too too much. You went too far. Just ended at the tart fashion. Tart fashion fruit. Tart fashion fruit. No, I almost said fashion fruit. You know how you mix up the, you know, that's what that's what it is today. Well, just a, a note, Mopar, turn this shit off. I'll listen back to our own episodes. I've had enough of you talking. Really? Yeah. Fashion fruit's kind of funny. Fashion fruit. I'm gonna that's what I need to call the thing, you know? <laughs> just I'm cool leaving with it. a mental note. It's like I'm talking to myself right now. Could you imagine me in my car like a month from now listening to me say this right now? What are you talking about? Why am I even <laughs> saying things? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to keep sipping on this for quite a second. This is really good. I feel like I uh, I over-exaggerated the, the fruitness of it. I think so, yeah. And well, I'm, and I took that down a notch, and it's not as sweet, but it is still passion tarts. Passion fruit. It's so stupid. Um, as we were cheersing... Where does the origin of the cheers bop on the on the table? I don't know. I never bop. You just did twice. We cheers twice and you bopped both times. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Cheers, Tank. 
I never do that. You did it both <laughs> times. Go back to the records. It's right there. You know what's funny is okay. Uh, I've ne- I never did that before. I saw people start doing it, and then I just did it too. I have no clue. Yeah, nobody was, explained it, so I was like, I'm not doing that. See, I think it was Butterclone that started that, and then I just kept doing it just for like a because if if we cheers and I did this tap tap, and then drank, everybody else would be like, I guess I got to do that too to be like because it's almost what cheers. is it? <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers, joke. It's I don't know. Joked him. Sorry, you can't see that if you're listening after the fact it's a good question i don't know <sighs> for our people that are in the chat room if you know the answer to that please send us a letter in the mail we'll read it in four episodes from now you look like you're deep in thought right now i couldn't be further from the truth <laughs> I, I couldn't be further from the truth <laughs> i look down to see if there's anything good happening in the chat and i just see bop it pull it twist it <laughs> do it knob it knob it uh attack it let's get into we're guess, gonna guess the scene today guess the scene we're gonna do attack of the cl- i just clicked the wrong one we're gonna do attack of the clones and you're gonna pick the time 62 i always forget that <laughs> of all the jokes that i remember i always forget that one 62 all right, so we're 62 minutes into Attack of the Clones. I hate the, doing Let's do something earlier. Because there's a lot of bullshit at the beginning. Let's I do 22. Like, let's didn't do, we just do like two early ones? Not in... Uh, no, nah, I guess not. We did like 45. Let's, say, let's do 222. What's, what's, that's the, what's the numbers? That's 222. Okay, let me think about it for a second. They've got to be... So they blow up the ship. Padme is sleeping and those worms try to get inside of her. Inside of her bedroom. You don't know what the purpose. You don't know what Zam programmed those worms to do. Zam. You got no idea. That changeling. She's into some freaky shit. I'm going to say Obi-Wan jumps out the window to grab onto that uh, probe droid thing and start starts the chase through Coruscant. I'm going to guess Can't they're flying. It's the, the fly chase through Coruscant and they're going through that, that uh, electricity stuff. Yeah. Why would they fly through that? How many times have I told you to stay away from power couplings? Is that what he says? Yeah. Why is everything everything as a power coupling? There's just two giant pillars with static electricity going between them. Tesla also, tower. Why, why would he drive right through it? Because it looks real cool when I put it on the TV. I'm American. <laughs> and I can prove this myself. I can do it. I'm the only human that can do it. I yeah, I think he's I think he's they're like, flying around. He's like a really horny Captain America. With no... I'll let you think about that and come back to me later. He has no shield and he's not from America. What the fuck? I'm not talking, talking about his like outfit and his like attack. I'm talking about his personality. He always runs in. He always fights the craziest dudes and he always wins. We'll talk about it later. Next episode topic. Um, so you say power couplings? Yep. Agreed. Everybody agrees with that. Um, yeah, I'm going to say... Obi-Wan is jumping out that window. Let's turn to the video. What does it have to show us? Are we right? Who's going to win? Oh, boy. I'm wrong. Oh, it's 14. He's already out the window. 15, 17, 18. Oh, they're going to be in that bar. Oh, yeah. Yep. They're going into the bar. Damn, they're already... They're on foot, like, walking into the bar. 
That chase scene does take a while, but I should have remembered. Man, I was probably a minute off. Because that that in the chase scene, isn't that electricity stuff like part of the last? Literally. His eyes are ridiculously green there. Look how bad his fake beard looks there. His fake face. Is it a fake face? Absolutely. Look how trash that is. I, I like it. I think it looks good. He looks handsome. His eyes are glowy. It's not as bad as, uh, what's that Republic officer that has like the pasted on beard in either episode five or episode six? Republic? Crick's Nadine. What? Bring up a picture. I need to see this. All right. Need to get a, I need to get a tricks or Crick's. Tricks Nadine or something. What? Yeah. It's Crick's then. Crick's Nadine? Aha. It was with a C. That's why. We'll get there. No, it's all wrong. I know. I messed everything up. Oh. Look at this motherfucker. Look at this savage right here. <laughs> Worst haircut ever. Pasted on beard. Worst he, character ever. He, he has a haircut like a dickhead. Why is the back of his hair up so high? Yeah. He looks like the dude from the holiday special with the hole in his head that he pours the beer in his head to drink. What? Where he has like a volcano head. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember you that. don't remember that? In the bar scene when the golden girl is singing, the dude hey, he has a hole in his head oh. and he pours the beer into his head to drink. That's how great that is. I, I, think, I, I uh, think I mentally blocked out that whole <laughs> bar scene because that was bad. Yeah, it was cringy. Everyone's just trying to rape her and she's singing songs. She's like, I don't want to be raped today. Get the fuck out of my bar. Get out. Get out. I don't feel safe here. <laughs> All right. Well, so no one wins. Yeah, that was a lot. Not that there's anything to win. I, I was close. That's all I'll say. <clears throat> it just is what it is. Cricks Nadine. Yeah, I got his name right. It's a weird fucking name. I, I spelled it wrong. You said like Tricks Madeline at I first. I said Cricks first, and you were like, what? I was like, oh, you're, maybe it's Tricks. Like Tricks are for kids. That's the last cereal thing we'll talk about <laughs> until the next cereal thing. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking, I've been craving cereal for a while. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any. It's been a year probably or two since I've had cereal. It's been a long kind. Yeah. It's honestly been a long time. I can't remember the last. I need to rectify that. See, I just want to buy trash cereal. I don't even want the the uh, Special K or the Raisin Bran. I don't want that. I want. Why the would you sh- want Raisin Bran? I want the sugar shit. Like Fruity Pebbles. Of course. Why would you want Raisin Bran? Dude, the Fruity Pebbles that like after you eat all the Fruity Pebbles, the chocolate sugar mix that's left. Yeah. I'm sorry, not chocolate, but the, the yeah. sugary. I always got the Cocoa Krispies. Yeah. It's like chocolate milk afterwards. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Cocoa Krispies, Golden Grams. Golden Grams are good. I like Smacks. And uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Those are my three staples. See, I like the Smacks. I like the Smacky the Frog. I like Captain Crunch. The no. regular Captain Crunch. No. All the mascots can fuck off. Does that, if it doesn't taste good, I don't want it. <laughs> Count Chocula is pretty cool, but I don't want no Count Chocula. I'm not a big fan of uh, fruity or not fruity pebbles. What was the uh, the parrot with the marshmallows? Fruit Loops. Not a big fan. Of, no, not they, didn't, Fruit they Loops. didn't have marshmallows. What was the one with marshmallows that everybody liked? A ton. <laughs> there was a ton of them that had marshmallows. A ton. Is what I mean, ton bunch. Uh, what was the famous one, guys? I know, I know, I know. Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms was not that good. It was it was Cheerios with 
one in a million every Cheerio, you got a marshmallow, and you're like, I like this now. It was. Like, you could sell those marshmallows on eBay. They're worth that much because they're so rare. <laughs> I got this that's first edition was. Charizard. And that's why I never got those. And a rainbow marshmallow from the original <laughs> box. Oh. I'm going to go buy a house. Buy a house. Rural not Farm parrot. Boy says, yeah, he's not a parrot. He's a toucan. Toucan, toucan Sam. <laughs> no, I was talking about... Petey Parrot from the knockoff brand, I think. <laughs> Every grocery store did have those knockoff brands. And they came in like the size of a giant trash bag. It's like $3 for an entire family's week's worth of cereal. I'll give you my top three. Captain Crunch, Smacks, and uh, and Apple Jacks. I no way. love Apple Jacks. Hell no. Apple Jacks are fine, but as far as top three, no, 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 no. Actually, I like the... Uh, um, not the original Rice Krispies, but the Rice Krispie treats cereal. Oh, with like chunks of like yep, and it treats. was yeah, yeah it was really really good. But I like the Fruity Pebbles. That's way up there. There's not. I wouldn't sit here and turn down any type of cereal. Let's just get that straight. Raisin Bran. I still eat Raisin Bran. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> no, I also will roll the dice on like some solid Honey Nut Cheerios. Always very good with some bananas in it. Shit's good. That blew my mind the first time I saw my uh, grandfather. He had um, uh, uh, just the regular flakes, not frosted flakes. What is it? Kellogg flakes. Unfrosted flakes. Un- <laughs> the reflossed. Lost. But he added sugar to it. That was that blew my mind as a kid. Like, why is grandpa adding stuff to his cereal? It's already really good. And then I, I tried it. I'm like, sugar? What the fuck? <laughs> of course. Put yeah, it in yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see that too. I think I probably used to get the Frosted Flakes and add more sugar to it. Why not? Got it. Sugar always. Sugar always. Yeah, I think... What what did I say? Cocoa Rice Krispies, Golden Grahams, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, for sure. I almost yanked some Cinnamon Toast Crunch off the shelf. That stuff's good. Yeah, like I said, there's not one out there that I would turn down. They're all really good. I do like uh, both Pebbles, the the Fruity Pebbles and the chocolate one. On point. So, uh, web so this zone is a Star Wars comment, podcast. Comment in this web zone. Send us a letter on the Pony Express. What's your favorite cereal? And why? Should we set up a cereal booth at Star Wars Celebration? What goes well with cereal? Was there a Star Wars cereal? Probably. There had to have been mm-hmm. at one point. I didn't see any. They have Star Wars fucking mac and cheese. Yeah, it's true. And SpaghettiOs and shit. Star Wars SpaghettiOs. I haven't had SpaghettiOs in a long time. I haven't had any of this terrible processed food in so long. <laughs> I miss that. You figure I, we grew up as as adults, like physically, we we grew bigger on this crap food. It couldn't. It's not going to hurt us now. We grew up as adults. <laughs> we grew up now. Completed. Completed our adult mission. Oh goodness gracious! C three POs. Oh, that makes way too much sense. <laughs> I hate that he came up with that, even if it's real. I think it is. Well, let's look it up. What am I doing? Why am I doing? <laughs> Why am I not? One thing, uh, once we get done with the breakfast nonsense, I, we're going to be discussing Qui-Gon Jinn here in a little bit, because nah, uh, nah, I finally got nah, through Qui-Gon nah. Jinn comic there. Qui-Gon Jinn sucks. C-3PO's. I think what they did... Well, this is a joke, but that's awesome. <laughs> Why does he look so evil? Because <laughs> he's a count. I, 
So if you guys don't know what we're looking at, if you're just listening, <laughs> sorry. yeah, sorry, we're looking at Count Dukula's Count Dukula. Count Dukula. It's a little racy too because it's like Dukey, like Dukula. Oh, it's just the Count's turds in a bowl with, with milk. <laughs> the Count's turds. Chocolate flavor Sith cereal. <laughs> That's ridiculous. With marshmallow bits, and the spoon is shaped like his lightsaber. Oh my god, it makes way too much sense. I think what they did. Let's see, like what this BB-8 thing is. Limited edition box. Yeah, the I marshmallows. Think they just, yeah, they just take like a regular cereal and make it Star Wars themed for like two or three months before the movie comes out. Yeah. So that's it. People are pissed they can't see us. Who can't see what? Farm hand. Rural boy. He said, why is the Google on? The chat's just delayed. Don't listen to them. Anything they say, ignore it. Stop it. <laughs> they do not matter. Stop all of it. You almost said something there. They also do Russia. All right, guys. Star Wars time. Star Wars time. So you did read that Qui Gon thing. Yeah. So the more recent Qui Gon uh, comic series. I don't even yeah. know what you call it. So the Age of Republic is what we're starting with. We mentioned this a few months ago. There's going to be a trilogy of comic runs coming out. Republic, Rebellion, and Resistance. So all three eras. This is the first one. It came out a few weeks ago. I actually meant to pick up the newest ones today, but I totally forgot. Because there's an Obi-Wan. I think there's a Maul. There's a Jango Fett. Mm -hmm. There's some cool ones coming out. But So I read this. We didn't talk about it because you hadn't read it. And now you read it. So what do you want to talk about? Uh, there's a lot in this that uh, kind of hints and leads up to the downfall of the Jedi. And it, it kind of, it's real quick. Basically, Qui-Gon saves this tree lady. She says some real shit, drops some knowledge, and he starts kind of agreeing with her. And he talks to Yoda about it, and, and Yoda kind of dismisses it. Awkwardly enough, he says, uh, the council doesn't wouldn't really agree with your thoughts on that. Uh, the whole issue was, the tree lady, and I'm not even making that up. It was like tree <laughs> goddess or something. Mistress. Mistress. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she calls them like warriors. Yeah, like she thinks her was, perception and the galaxy's perception is like they are like police officers, soldiers. Yeah. Well, she calls them a warrior. And that's actually, it, it irks him. And he says, we're not supposed to be warriors. Yeah, he gets back to Coruscant and then he starts like thinking about it. He's like, that really fucked me up. Yeah, it's right along there. I heard the Jedi. I had heard the Jedi were great warriors, but running at the first sign of a fight, the legends never hinted at your cowardice. Whoa. And, and he talks Quagga's to like, bitch, you don't understand. And she says, you were on my side. You saved me. And he said, I saved your life. That's we're defenders of like life. Yeah. We're not. I'm not trying to kill people for you. Right. And that's what ends up. Well, the weird thing is. All right. This is kind of weird because we're going to go back and forth on this. Philosophy. Because, okay, so they do become warriors. Let's just say that because of the Clone Wars. Yep. They're killing droids. Yeah, that was a whole thing. So even though they're warriors, they're, they're not really killing anything. They're killing bots. Like, well, who cares? I think Lucas partially did that because, like, if it's a kid's show and they're going to be a war, it can't be like Rogue One. So they're going to... Go around and slice up droids instead. Yeah, that's... Uh, I guess the argument would be they shouldn't be great warriors. They should be peacekeepers. 
there should be a difference. Like as the rest of the galaxy should view them, they shouldn't view them as great warriors. Well, this war does not make one great, and I think Yoda even yeah kind of washes that out. Yeah, this has hello Peter. Cheers! Thanks for joining us. He says here with the beer. We've brought this up not on purpose, but it keeps popping up over the past few episodes. Like the Jedi may have had good intentions. Like whatever's in those Jedi texts that Luke is reading. Guarantee, well, I shouldn't say guarantee, but very likely that there's some good stuff written in there. Over the course of time, the Jedi do become warriors, police for the Republic. And as, you know, as that escalates, everybody in the galaxy's perception of them escalates and they keep going back and forth until all of a sudden you're in the Clone Wars and then they're literally generals. Like they're literally on the battlefield fighting. Well, and that's, so there's there's a few points I, well, three points here. Um there was a quote along the lines of we are used as a weapon of the Republic. And that's where Yoda says, I don't think the council would agree with you on that, but that's ex- it's essentially what happens. They get used once the clone Wars start. Oh yeah. Definitely. They are weapons of the Republic. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's why they're so blind. The fucking council. Well, and the next quote is loss of vision. He, he actually talked is in conversation with Yoda and he says, I like fear that the Jedi have a, a lack or a loss of vision. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to that. Because you, you, you think about Yoda, how he says the dark side clouds our vision. We right. don't we can't see. But maybe it's not it's not that. You've just lost your way. Maybe there is a disconnect from the force. Mm-hmm. And it's not the dark side clouding you. It's you guys looking in the wrong fucking direction. Or a little bit of both, yeah. Well, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But you got like their vision as far as how they you know, like every company is like, we stand for this, we produce this, whatever. So if they're like striving for something, over time they lose sight of what their original vision is as Jedi. Yeah. And that's it, part of it too. Yeah, and, and the living force. And that's where Qui-Gon kind of sets himself apart. Cause he he is he seems like a a rogue Jedi almost. Like he yeah. doesn't agree with anybody. That's him. why he's not on the council, but that's not his point. I always forget about that throwaway line from Obi-Wan in episode one. If you just agreed with them, you would be on the council. I always forget about that. Good point. Yeah. It's because, yeah, they don't want to hear. You don't agree with everything we we say. We don't want to hear it every every Tuesday meeting, 2 or 2 p.m. You're coming here and talk your shit. Secretary's taking notes over here. He's sick of it. It's got 40 <laughs> pages of the living force. 40 pages of the living no force. No one knows what our goddamn meetings blah, are. Blah, blah, blah. Hashtag living force. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But that's what makes Qui-Gon lo- so, so oh, unique. Yeah. Um, and I think they're doing a great job of building upon that uniqueness, the rogue aspect of him. Yeah. Um, and Just wait until that novel comes out, too, man. Yeah. Well, and Plague is built off that, too, because he was trained by Dooku. Right. Who wasn't necessarily evil. He was. He kind of realized the, the downfalls or the whatever of the Jedi. So uh, Is there a Duke? Is there a Dooku one of this coming out? Can I have a Dooku novel? So there is something else that happens in this. Can I have I a don't Dooku know. novel? No. Can I? You can have Dooku cereals. Dooku's. Count Dooku. Dooglets. 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 So at the beginning, like I said, he he like saves this tree lady. She's trying to defend the trees, and there's a what are they, what do they call? There's like mercenaries cutting down her forest. Mercenaries that are threatening to like kill all her trees, and she's a defender of the trees. Yeah, Thanos over here. Uh, priestess of wood. See, I'm not making this shit up. Priestess of wood. Star Wars, Star Wars. Not of they the woods. Star Wars. She's not a priestess of the woods. She's just priestess wood. She makes a comment 
because she's obviously on a very lush planet. Oh, and she gets the Coruscant. She's she like, gets the Coruscant, and she calls it the Metal City. Yeah. And Qui-Gon, in conversation with Yoda, mentions maybe that's an issue for the Jedi Council to be located. Ah, there's not enough nature for them to connect yes. to. Fuck yes! Yes. And that's what I wrote down. Qui-Gon's a tree hugger. I said, perhaps, uh, the quote was, perhaps the Jedi Council residing here in the capital is part of the problem. And I put, quote, a metal city is what the tree god this woman mistress, mistress. Um, and I in quote but it, it disconnects them from the living force because you gotta that's think too true. that's that's too far beyond true the force that they're pulling upon is like uh, the sewer well no but the people that no, are kidding. Not, not great people the people in there and then there's like a limited amount of nature in the temple like there's some trees and lawns and shit but, but it's not a, much it's a bunch of like scoundrels and, probably, and it's not like Wookies are walking around and you can feed off the Wookies. Yeah, it's like a bunch of politicians yeah. trying to double cross each other. I thought People that was sell death sticks. I thought that was super interesting. Yeah. No, that's that, awesome. That's a cool line. That's fucking sweet. They're going in the right direction. I would highly recommend this. This is a quick one, but this is just the first first uh Yeah, and issue. I'm I'm mad at myself. I plan to get the rest of them today and read them before the show, but I forgot. So next week. Qui-Gon. Loss of vision, man. He says that, and Yoda looks over at him like, the fuck do you know about vision? Yeah. You know how many people, when I've asked, like, who's your favorite Jedi? If it's not Obi-Wan, it's Qui-Gon Jinn. He has, he also has a, uh, so he, he has this conversation with the tree god, goddess. He talks to Yoda real quick, and he says, I need to get I need to figure something out. I'm going to trust in the force. And he like blindly types in some coordinates and goes to wherever the force takes him. Mm -hmm. And it takes him to this very lush planet. He's having some trippy ass visions. Yeah, it is a very luscious planet. He says a beautiful place, a lot of living stuff. Uh, But he says, I sense something. And he basically goes into this dark side temple and meditates. Looks like he goes into a coma for a fucking minute and a half. And he gets attacked by these ketchup creatures. (laughs) Ketchup snakes. Yes. Uh, but the crazy thing is, so while he's sitting there meditating, he's dreaming of this and, and he's getting attacked by these, I don't even know what you call it, just like vines. It's almost like red evil vines. And in his vision, he, he whips out his lightsaber and cuts them in half. And he, the the people that he cut in half end up looking like Jedi or at least uh, innocent people. Yeah. But like it's he like, sees the vine and once he cuts it and it falls over, it turns into a Jedi. Yeah. Well, so it looks like he's been killing his like comrades but that there's there's such depth there because maybe violence is not the way no like if you're a true jedi it ain't it's crazy ah, i do like that the prequels oh so good it's so this, good this is also one of the more epic pictures that i've seen you can't see that yeah so the one where he's screaming here for you for you that are live with us or watching later so sweet He's getting en- enveloped by the living fools. I wish Kerner just said something, and of course I'm going to get triggered again. Always wanted Qui-Gon in Battlefront. I really would wish they would just blow it open and just have everybody in Battlefront. It's like a mod. The the mods the the modders out there right now are creating better content than you're creating. Just open the fucking game. I know there's a lot to it. Like they have to test stuff and make sure it's balanced and do this and do that and make sure they don't break people's servers when they do a new update. 
But at the same time, one hero a month. One it, it ain't cutting it. Is it even a, one a, a month? It has been since uh, November, yeah. We got Obi-Wan. Or since October, Grievous. No, since November, Grievous, and then Obi-Wan, and then we're about to get Duke this month, and then Anakin next month. Not to go back into pisscentralbattlefront two slash org, but <laughs> yeah. I can't handle that. Quagon comic is awesome. It is. I'm I'm excited to continue on. Because he also he discusses balance. Like we're not we're not he almost gets to the point where he, he he's insinuating that we're not defenders of the light. We are seeking balance. Which ties so much into what Luke was saying in eight. We're not attackers of the dark side. We're not defenders of the light. We are seeking balance. Do you think at some point in his journey, Luke was talking to Forrest Qui-Gon? See, my issue is, my, my thought on that is, I don't want to see someone talk to another character that they've never met. Maybe not in a movie, but... Well, first of all, if that were to happen, I don't want to have them see each other physically. Oh, you, don't, you, you mean like... He has to meet them physically before they die first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I just and if it were to be something along the lines of connection, I would want it to be kind of more just mental, like a thought or something like that. But you've never heard their voice, so you have no clue who like they should sound like or but what he they could should look easily like. Easily pop up and explain, like, yo, I did this. I trained Obi Wan. I just think as a if they're ever going to do that in a movie, I. I They'd have to do it right, and I don't know how you would do it right. Well, yeah, I don't expect that in nine. I just mean some some place between six and seven, when Luke was trying to learn things and collect artifacts and read the text and everything. Like, do you think at some point he talked to Quackenjin? Well, okay, sorry, I wasn't listening because I was reading here. <laughs> but Cody Long up at the top here says, "How do you think? Nice name, dude. That Qui Gon would have trained oop, Luke differently." Actually, my question, I thought you where you were going with that is how do you think Qui-Gon would train, train Anakin differently? Mm. But I don't know about Luke. Because I think Luke, he, Qui-Gon would have been dead by then. He would have been old, at least. But just a hypothetical. Because you're thinking... But even if Qui-Gon was able to, as a Force ghost, train Luke... I think he would have been closer to old episode 8 Luke quicker because he would have been understanding that Obi-Wan for how great of a Jedi he was was still wrapped up in the yep. the blindedness of of the the yep. ways of their their living Yoda was the same way until he's very old age and he started kind of wising up and was like look don't follow everything I say because we fucked up bad right so Luke do what you need to do but also there is truth into a lot of what we say we just obviously from a certain point of view or from a certain aspect, we we fucked up and it got exploited. So yeah, and he and that's when he's he's even still dropping knowledge in episode eight to Luke. You must teach your faults or whatever your failure failure. Yeah, man. I I think the symmetry between Qui Gon and old Luke is just on point. They're they're more similar. I think they're more similar in, in Luke's old age. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah older Luke. When he, when Luke's training Ray, you start hearing things that Jedi have never even thought about saying. Well, Luke has the benefit. We've mentioned this before. That he has the benefit of not having the council. Yep. He doesn't. He has Yoda and Ben to chat to. He's going to find relics. Going to find holocrons, texts, and everything else. He kind of gets to read all this stuff about the Jedi and interpret it on his own without being led. Like they take kids when they're 
born, basically, one or two years old. And before they can even remember who their parents are, they're bringing them down Dude, this culty fucked. fucking religion thing. That's, that is crazy. It's a little creepy to think about, yeah. That's crazy that that rule exists that, yeah. oh, your, your son or daughter's lifted a box like as an infant. Yeah. yeah. We don't care about your family. We're taking them. I don't or, know. They don't like force take them. I think they would. I think the parents have to obviously like let them. I always thought they took them. It's a good question. Shinobi, where you at, boy? Um, yeah, I mean, I would assume they would be like, hey, your kid's for sensitive. Like, you know, you want to train him to become a Jedi. He th- can be a officer of the galaxy and be a fucking light side badass. I think the only way that would work uh, as a benefit to the family is if the family was like in poverty and they this was a chance for one of their offspring to get out and make something of themselves. But and then be a monk with no money. Monk with no money. <laughs> but you get a cool lightsaber. You get to cut people in half with it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it is, it is like innocent when you think about it because Anakin is so excited to be a Jedi because he's old enough to have heard about it and he wants to do that. But then you think like, yeah, they just go in and like snag infants. I mean, he won Anakin in a bet. Just start really thinking about that. We're not talking about, I won this child. How bad do you think Obi-Wan wanted to turn, or uh, Qui-Gon wanted to turn that dice red so he can get Shmi? He's like, look, Shmi's a little hotter, but I think Anakin might turn out. <laughs> you want to talk about the living force? What's <laughs> <laughs> Shmi? <laughs> to be living on my force. I need a co-pilot. <laughs> a co-pilot. Pilot, the message. They just done it wrong. What? It, so what? that's a good question, though, to, to wrap up. The Jedi thing? Well, the the Qui Gon thing. I know we just talked about him training Luke, but yeah. if Qui Gon wasn't killed in Episode One, Anakin would have turned out way different. But that almost would have been the downfall of Qui Gon, because I you got to think they still would have had to have Anakin become Darth Vader in a way. So it would have been like almost that, well, that's hard to say with these hypotheticals because like the whole thing is if Qui Gon was still alive, he would have trained Anakin differently. And he wouldn't have become Darth Vader. But obviously that can't happen because in the story, he's Darth Vader. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I, know exactly. Qui- I, know, I know what you're okay, saying. Okay, if Qui-Gon was training Anakin, it would have been a totally different story. Well, but even in a hypothetical, I think you have to. That was his destiny. Destiny, regardless of who trained him, how it went. I think one way or another, it, it had to happen. <laughs> like, I don't care who, who you train. You hit it trained by Yoda. See, I think... I disagree. I think the nature, you know, like a nature versus nurture argument. Nurture is huge. Well, think Yoda had uh, Dooku fall to the dark side. That was a pupil of his. Yeah, but how many Jedi in millions have fallen to the dark side? Not that many. 20. And one was Yoda's. Why are we going to trust this elementary school teacher? He fucked up. The difference there is that Dooku didn't fall. He fell to the dark side. He I was going to say this. Would Qui-Gon... Like, Anakin was still Obi-Wan's apprentice when he turned, right? Or I know, I guess he was... He didn't show up till episode two. I was talking in myself in circles. I was saying, like, Yoda trained Dooku. Dooku got approved. He's a Jedi Master. And then 20 years later, he turns to the dark side because he sees shit going wrong. Anakin hadn't even really finished the trials and all that stuff. Anakin... Unless he did, unless I missed something. Like, he's not a master yet. We do not grant you the rank of master. So he's still Obi-Wan's apprentice. 
and he falls to the dark side. So I feel like Obi-Wan's teachings have a little bit to do with that because it's all mixed in. As opposed to Anakin, you're a master, you're on the council, and then 20 years later, he's like, oh, fuck. Now I'm going to switch to the dark side. If that makes any sense whatsoever. I I hear you. I, I you, so uh, long story short, it's not Yoda's fault that Qui Gon or that uh, Dooku yeah, fell. Yeah, it has way it less was, to do with Yoda's teachings than it does with yeah. Dooku just being like, "Yo, you guys are fucked." I saw what Qui Gon saw. I'm out. But it's crazy. The Jedi have had so many blinking lights. Anakin's fucking up left and right. Dooku left us. Ahsoka said, "Fuck you guys. I'm done." Like there are so many people that are like, "You guys aren't doing any everything right." It's weird that Yoda wouldn't realize that. I feel like even Mace started... I feel like Mace was wise enough. And not that Yoda isn't wise enough. Let me ask you Let me ask you this then. Do it. Because I think the Yoda-Mace dynamic is super unique. Because I think they're both from very different aspects. And Yoda just deals with him because he's a badass. Well, because he's the second strongest. Or, or maybe even the strongest. Like, you have to wise up and listen to the fucker. Yeah. What's your question? I guess because uh, they both represent so, such different things. I feel like Mace is a real world realist and Yoda's like a higher thought Buddha guy. Philosopher. Philomisophonic is. That's such a try hard like makeup word. What, what is your question? There is no question. I'm just kind of walking through okay, cool. the, the two top tier like master jedi they come from very different walks of life yeah. yeah and i if like let's let's say this instead of what if yoda was on coruscant when anakin found out that palpatine was the the sith lord and instead of telling mace he tells yoda he tells yoda what if yoda was available do you think yoda and three jedi would have defeated the emperor if Yoda was the one he told, he probably wouldn't have tried to arrest him right there anyways. Well, first of all, the Emperor would have died because Mace and Yoda against... Definitely. But I also feel like if Yoda was there and he was the one in charge, I feel like he's not as quick to go on the attack. Like, he would have... Dude! He would have tried to find a way around it. He wouldn't walk in there with four motherfuckers and try to arrest the dude. But Mace is like, oh, I got this shit. Don't worry about it. Well, so... Before you... I have another question. So, but to, to build off of what we're talking about here... Yes. It's crazy that the fact that Yoda wasn't there was the was because he was being a war general, of uh, a fighter or a whatever. Kashyyyk, yeah. On on Kashyyyk, I'm never calling it Kashyyyk. I told you I go back and forth every day. Every day, Kashyyyk. <laughs> oh, Kazook. Uh, Sidious probably waited till he was gone to give the full reveal to Anakin. What about that? What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Uh, there was an interesting question up here. Uh, Peter says, how would Qui-Gon have viewed the Separatists? The Clone Wars would not have sat well with him. I think once that started happening, Qui-Gon would be one to say, Dooku's my old master. If he's doing this, there's something bigger going on. And like maybe would have tried to be a little more diplomatic about it. Or at least met with Dooku. Or like, you know, when Obi-Wan is tied up on Geonosis and he's like, oh yeah, the Senate's just controlled by Darth Sidious. Obi-Wan's like, nope, that ain't true. Jedi would have said something. Qui-Gon would have been like, went, meditated about it, thought about it, was like, oh yeah, you're right. Let's do something about this. Well, the cool thing... Instead of just waiting for the war to like escalate and sweep them up with it. I, I kind of wrap Qui-Gon and Dooku into the same category as far as they can... 
they can perceive stuff without the filter of the Sith or the Jedi. That's why they're both badasses. And I think to a certain extent, the filters are there for a reason. Because if the filters weren't there for the Jedi, they'd have people fucking going to the dark side left and right. Yeah. So I get that there has to be structure and rules and everything. But how many times do you think the, those structure and rules and the limitations actually cause the Jedi? Like, I just, I'm really strong and I need to advance. You're not, you're not wise enough. I, I, I hear you crying in the corners every morning. You ain't stable enough. You ain't ready. Boy, go sweep something. <laughs> The library is getting. You better clean the toilets, boy. The dusty books here. <laughs> the, yeah. So I go help Jacosta New with the incomplete archives. She's pissed. Jacosta New. Man. Yo, so I think so. Off that Quagan thing, I almost feel. Oh man, this would be a crazy. Sometimes I wish Star Wars would do like alternate dimension shit, like comic books do, like Legends or Canon. No. <laughs> Like split dimension stuff. It's confusing as hell. I know. And I'm saying this because I saw Spider-Verse finally, which we'll talk about after you see it. Um, but the different dimension thing is interesting. Like what if Qui-Gon lived and the Separatist popped up and he talks to Dooku? Like what if he pulled a Revan and was like, oh, Dooku is doing the right thing here. Like there's big flaws with the Jedi and Qui-Gon joins the CIS. That's some trippiness. The weird thing is nothing. I don't think ain't any, weird. It's cool. I don't think anything would have changed. Like you're you, wrong. Regardless of where Qui Gon is, Dooku's still dying. That would have been crazy. Let me think about this. If Qui Gon had to face Dooku, Ooh. well, it just it skips a generation. The fact that Obi Wan has to face Dooku is actually kind of trippy because I've never really thought about that dynamic. Where you I were, think it's unfortunate because Dooku was like a partial afterthought. But he became so much more with what they added, especially with the Clone Wars cartoon. His role is huge, I think. It's just fun to, like, ruminate if... Like, because Qui-Gon, he doesn't sit well with the council all the time. Like, he knows that they're not always on the right path. So what would it... What would have happened if someone like Dooku snapped it, like, finally snapped for him? Like, he's had these bad feelings. They've been building up. And then Dooku drops some knowledge on him, and it just finally clicks. He's like, okay, I can't be with the Jedi anymore because they're doing this and that, and I got well, to fix it. So the, like, that would be the, the, like, the turning point for him to, to change. I guess the issue is... I know I rambled through wh- that, Whether but. you are with the Jedi, you stand with them, agree with them, or anything, their downfall is inevitable. So... The, yeah. Even if you leave the Jedi, that doesn't mean you, you're going to be better off at any point. So maybe staying with them would actually help them. You can try to get them to realize the the faults of their ways. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe not. (laughs) I left uh, a pause in there for you guys to go deep in thought because this is an active podcast. It's yeah, it's interactive. Look at him Will fucking, you continue or he, no? He's literally like defending himself from spaghetti stains on his Jedi robes. <laughs> I just think the alternate dimension thing is interesting to think about. I think if anybody were to not go to the dark side and be a Sith, but turn away from the Jedi, obviously we saw it from Ahsoka, but I think Qui-Gon would have been primed to do that as well. So this is actually kind of weird. He had that vision. like It's like dark side r- raping him. But he ends up saying the light found its way in. And then he says balance. 
but through a means beyond conflict. That's almost too high level. Like that, you're you're saying nothing at that point. Like he had to stop trying to fight the dark forces that were coming after him in order for them to go away. Right. Like he, yeah, he let the darkness happen, and then he still found his way out. Yeah. Or it's not making that's great. Cra- that's crazy. That man, if we see, if we see uh, Vader's temple, his castle, in any other movie, as a reference or I'm, anything, well, have, you haven't finished the dark. The Darth Vader thing, have you? No. I'm only through the second set of... I'm, uh, I'm starting to get the... Uh, Third set? I know nothing about comics. I'm very sorry. After so many come out, they put them in a yeah. collection. It's like a six pack. I have the first of... I think there's three total. Okay, I have the first two. Because I read the first like four or five issues, but I never finished. So I got those. And from what I've been hearing from our patrons and the chat and everything... Uh, his castle pops up towards the end of the series. Okay. And there's some shit that happens with like an ancient Sith Lord. and Oh, nice. It's pretty, yeah, the it's first, pretty dope. The first set is him like getting used to and, and killing that rogue Jedi. The second set is the Jocasta New stuff. I haven't, I don't think I've gotten that far. You, have, you haven't seen that battle between her, him and Jocasta New? I don't think so. Holy I heard about shit. it. There's some cringe stuff that happens in that. She movie. has like a force bullet in her gun or some shit yeah, like that. No, there's a force gun. Yeah. She pulls out this bazooka. I mean, we were talking with Weiss in the show like 20 episodes ago, and he said that, and I was like, I want to die, but also, I'm going to go buy this comic. So, anyways. But yeah, so we got to finish that, because if that has any relevance to like the films, and Vader's Castle shows up again in 9, and Kylo is at Vader's Castle, what if he's rolling from Vader's Castle? I will cream my pants. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Taking Sith baths. Bruh. Sith baths. What if he just gets in his back to tank just for old time's sake? Even though he has all his limbs, he doesn't need to. The fact I'm still the fact that Qui-Gon won a child and cheated. He's a he's he's crazy. He's not a Jedi. He's just a, a wise dude with powers. Living force. I like trees. I like robbing them. Bark tastes good. But also I'm gonna cheat in he this is. bet. What if he's the truest Jedi? What if there's no such thing as a true Jedi? Well, that's true. <laughs> Said true way too many times. I'm just saying, what if there's something bigger going on with the Force that he can sense? And cheating in a little dice roll means nothing on the larger scale of making sure Anakin isn't a slave. What if he didn't win Anakin? What if he didn't win anything at all and they had to leave and Anakin was stuck there and he didn't get picked up by somebody until he was like 20? First of all. And he had an extra 11 years of being pissed about everything because he's a slave. He would have been straight fucking dark side. Like from day one. All right. Let me ask you this. Because this is kind of. Make sure there's an actual question this time. It's kind of bothering me. It's so last time you just like right, well, Yoda if- and Mace. What's the question? Yoda and Mace. Yoda and Mace. Let's get back to that actually. Yoda and Mace. So Mace and Yoda. What I want to talk about is in episode one, if he were to lose that bet, they would have been stranded. Harrison Whitney, thank you. It is a nice shirt. You go. Mine. No, mine. This one's me. My. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the camera's no, not backwards. Let's do it. All right, keep going. If, well, first of all, if he would have lost that bet, he would have lost Anakin and they would have been stranded there because he bet the queen's ship. Queen would have had no robes or nothing. She would have been stranded nudeless. <laughs> the queen's wardrobe, baby. That's all they have. 
the queen's wardrobe. We just That's have it. we just have our underoos and. <laughs> <laughs> so Watto gets the ship. Hyperdrive's busted, and they have R two and Jar Jar and all of the queen's clothes. That's it. What Even- if Qui- <laughs> just going like crazy alternate dimension? What if they lost? And you know, Qui Gon's a Jedi. What if he just like worked his way up the social ladder on uh, Maz Espa, and he like bought out all of Watto's shares, and now he owns a bunch of fucking slaves, and he's just sitting there directing people around, and he owns Shmi. He owns Shmi. <laughs> he gets laid whenever he wants, selling shit parts, running the pod racing thing. Anyways, go ahead. Nudeless. <laughs> so my question is, I guess, uh, is there a loophole that we're missing? Why didn't Qui Gon say? We're stranded on this planet. Jedi Council. Come fucking pick us up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Like, why did he not contact them at all once they crash landed? Yeah. He's risking their ship. Other people's ships, first of all, and trying to win a child. This is what Qui-Gon's doing on the side. That's an interesting question. That's what he's doing on the side. That's what it was. It was a casino run. For Qui Gon Jin, he said, "Let me go win a child." Get- I've, been, I've been wanting one of those childs. Been- <laughs> you see, you know those new models they got are great. No, but if you think about it, like throughout Episode Two, Obi Wan checks in with the Council like a couple times. You know what I mean? Why doesn't he just even if the even if it wasn't instant? Why wouldn't you just say, "Hey, we're kind of stranded here"? Doesn't no? Doesn't Obi Wan say something like they don't have enough power in the ship to like reach out to? Like they can't get a transmission back to Coruscant. I don't know. I think that's what happens like when they leave. No, that's exactly what happens. Someone stop. Stop saying that's exactly what happens. I guarantee you that's not what happens. No, I guarantee it is like they hit the ship. R2 repairs it. They get through the blockade and they don't have enough signal to get anywhere further or to like send a message to the council. So they land on tattooing. Someone correct me because I know I'm wrong. It's exactly what happens. I didn't. I made it up. But they could start selling handmaidens. They got 30 of them. That's true. All they can do is wash R2, jerking them. R2's worth, uh, I was going to say, I almost said worthless. R2's priceless. He saves everyone there ever was. What if R2 dies in nine? He has to. I'll be more sad if R2 goes out than I was for Han Solo dying. I agree. But it has to happen. I'm sick. I'm not getting into it again. Right. I'm sick of them carrying, carrying. <laughs> I was just going to end it. I'm sick of them carrying these these characters through. Um, they need to start, and they have. I'm not going into it again. Let me talk about all of it. <laughs> I'm just getting sick of them carrying all that shit through. I know. They they got rid of Han. They got rid of Luke. I'm having this. I know. I know. There was. N- I'm a fan too. That no, no, R two death stuff. Peter, it's going to suck. It's not going to be great. It's going to be sad. But I think it needs to happen. It needs to happen. The only person that I could see surviving from the original trilogy is Chewie because they live a hell of a lot longer than humans or droids. God, how many how many generations is he on? Like he was probably born well, How old was he when he met? 100 uh, What does he say? 120? Yeah. So he's still 100 years before Phantom Menace. Jesus. Yeah. Man, like 95 years before Phantom Menace. But yeah. Yeah, it makes sense for him to survive. But if R2 and 3PO sneak through there, eh, no. No. Harrison Whitney says, why does she need so many handmaidens? (laughs) They all do one thing very well. 
This one makes mac a great mac and cheese. This one folds my clothes like a bro. Well, it's just like a royalty or aristocrat nonsense. Like they have a bunch of fucking servants and stuff. Ladies in waiting. What is that? It's a thing. It's a band? It's my new band. It's my new band. Guys, come on, see us. Ladies Live in- at Celebration. Ladies in waiting. <laughs> what if there was a death death metal Star Wars band called The Handmaidens? They just sang songs about Naboo and the Queen. The trials and tribulations of taking care of Padme. She likes her back scrubbed left to right. We, <laughs> I can't stand it. You gotta put her left sock on before her right sock or else she fucking gets pissed. Alright, moving on. <laughs> this is our first <laughs> podcast. I'm kicking down shit over here. I'm knocking down cans, bumping the mics. So one of the um, more recent movies that I rewatched, which is one of my favorite movies almost of all time, but almost it's, it's time. so it's so long that I rarely sit down and watch the entire thing. I'm curious what you're gonna say. Interstellar. Oh, nice. Hell yes, dude. So I and I own it. I have it on Blu-ray, but I it's it's one of those, it's just like a, a, a special edition Lord of the Rings where you have to like set time yeah, you aside. You gotta sit down and immerse yourself and yeah. Yeah. So Glass Armor and I we it was like five PM on, on one of the days and one of the days. But we got to the point where it's like we we have time to sit and watch an entire movie. <laughs> one of It's a really good movie, Ugh. though. It's I'm a glad really you good don't movie. do that on purpose anymore. There's a long period of time where every time we would try to do the B review, he would wait, and I would try to sip first, and he would say something dumb, and I would spit it up, or I couldn't finish it. So anyways, one of the days. One of the days. As it was. Yeah, I just it's a really good movie. It's got a slow setup, it's which amazing. almost makes it great, because it's it builds the characters throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big question at the end that I perceived it as one way, and Glass Summer said, "I'm I'm glad he made it through." So remind me because I haven't seen it in probably two years. So man, there's so much that happens. They leave, they get to a planet. It's not the planet they need. Mm-hmm. Down on the surface of that planet, every hour was seven years on Earth, and they're down there for like two two and a half hours. So one of the guys is actually orbiting outside of the gra- gravitational pull. He ages 14 years while they're down. Mm-hmm. So which is just like mm-hmm. how does that even work? That's so crazy. Um they get back and then they go to another planet. That's where not Mark Wahlberg. What's the other homogenous? Not Marky Mark. What's the other one? Ryan Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon's there. He tries to kill him. Yeah. It it, it all gets fucked up. Basically they're they're bi- stranded so they roll the dice and they kind of go back through the black hole and they end up he ends up kind of sacrificing himself to save the girl she makes it through the black hole he assumes and he basically ends up in this like dimension where time is physical and he can like see his daughter's bedroom yeah but at different like there's different physical times that he can go up and down in the it's almost like a a library of time and that's where he starts pounding on the books and trying to get her whatever. So the the difference in opinions was when he kills himself. So he they're, they're flying at a certain speed and he breaks his part of the ship off so she can make it. So he basically kills himself. I took it as he did kill himself and he and as he was dying, 
Because they mentioned it before earlier in the movie. Shit. When you when you come close to death, what do you see? Your loved ones. So I took it as he he was floating in the blackness and he died. And then at, at, well, as he was dying, he he figured I there's gotta be a way to help. And he started like imagining helping his daughter. And then his heaven was that he um made it. No, because he's alive at the end. Yeah, but that, that's heaven. Where he he actually did well, he was the books. No, and he, then he goes on another another mission at the end. I know, but that's that was his I guess it is kind of a Christopher Nolan thing to do. Yeah, I took it as uh as he he died. But we don't actually see him die, right? Isn't it, it just like if I go through this black hole I might die and they're like worried because he probably will die, but he doesn't actually die. So what what ends up happening is he like ejects himself. It, he's out in space by himself. Yeah. Um, and it goes black. And then it, and then you see like a white light come out again, and then he and he then he all. hits, and then I think he hits that like timeline where where time is physical. That's where I think the transition happens, where he actually dies, hmm. and then he starts imagining his his daughter. I don't think I ever interpreted it as him dying at all. See, I, I didn't before my first like two or three times watching it. I was like, oh, that's awesome that he made it. He made a difference. He finally got to. Uh, um, what what's her name? Not Newton. It's it's like a law of physics, law of gravity. What's uh, uh um? I don't know. I don't know. Not Mosaic. What is her name? Marty McFly. <laughs> Rules, piss. We're talking. Not not Star Wars here. Sorry. It is one of. Uh, I, I was just happy. I was I was able to sit down and watch the entire thing because a lot of times I'll start it and then like an hour and a half in I got to do something else. Yeah, that's probably I was mentioning to you before the show. I haven't watched uh, Lord of the Rings stuff in a while, and that's probably because you have to sit down and really devote to it. Murph, Murphy, yeah, Murphy's law, and that's a that's a crazy law. If I if I understand it right, if something can happen, it will. It will. Because if you, as long as you have unlimited time, it's gonna fucking happen. Maybe. No, it will. What if somebody cuts off time right now? And we're not here. What if the Protheans are like, fuck this time? Know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've never interpreted that as him actually dying. So I didn't until my, I my most recent. I haven't watched it. It's been probably a year and a half or two years. So I don't I don't maybe, know 100%. Maybe the next time you watch it, you'll have that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Because it, it does play out like he does live. Mm -hmm. But of course it's going to play out like that. He's dead. And he's imagining seeing his children. He's imagining. Uh, and once he gets to heaven, first of all, heaven's all white. Like he wakes up. Like, okay. He goes from floating through space dead to waking up in a hospital room and everything's white and clean. That's I think the biggest jump. The fact that he wakes up, he survived, and his daughter is now older than him, I think that's the clue that he actually survived. Because the same thing that happened on that water planet where the guy in the ship aged, but they were only there for like two minutes. By the time he actually finishes his journey and gets back home, he's still 50, and his daughter's now like 80 years old. She's in bed. He just realizes he he understands time. That's all. He so he, like he died. Can and I then, start time and his, again? He can stop and start time at will. Mm. Who's well? All right, Darth so Maul. Watch that again. I don't know. Darth Maul versus Boba Fett. You know, I was uh, listening back to last week's episode. It was ridiculous, but you did those one of those things. We're like, okay, Marvel. two light side, two dark side, and one neutral. I was like, for what? 
Just do it. Like two light side, two dark side, one neutral. It's like, yeah, I heard what you said, but what are they doing? Are they fighting? No. Are they defending? Are they friends? They're playing chess. Go. Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. That's funny. So, yeah, Interstellar is cool. Uh, I saw Spider-Verse. I saw Aquaman. You saw Ready Player One. We keep seeing movies that we haven't seen together. Well, I caught Ready Player One because we were when we were traveling for uh, holidays. They have those free movies on Southwest. That's one good thing about Southwest. First of all, as long as you log in early. I always forget about that. Southwest, they have free movies. It's like an app you download. Yeah, yeah. And they have like, there's like 20. I just always watch like Star Wars or something on my Yeah. Uh, and then Southwest, obviously, there's no assigned seating. So you log in 24 hours before and you get put in a line. You can sit wherever the fuck you want. So I pay for the 12 bucks. What do you mean? You pay. There's like a fee you pay to get in the first like 15 people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because everybody like disperses and I go right for the fucking exit row. Oh, the emergency exit row? Because I yeah, have long legs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Either, either that or like the first row. Yeah. Like I don't mind being crammed if I'm right in that first row because as soon as they land, I'm just going to get right off the plane. But anyways, yeah. So no, that's all. Watched Ready that- Player One. It was really good. I heard some some people had issues about it. I thought it was just fun. It was really fun. It was cool. I'm not saying it was a great fucking movie. It was a uh, who wrote E.T.? What's the fucker's name? Spielberg. Spielberg. He produced. I don't think he wrote or directed. Oh, that's what I meant. I thought he, I think he directed it. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Farm boy, I'm not eating my finger. I have a bad habit where I pick my nails. Sorry, he's hungry. Hungry for knowledge. No bantha surprise here for me to eat. Pissed. Bantha surprise. Um, guys, I highly recommend not buying the fucking trash sabak game. What are you looking for? The sabak game. Oh yeah, we did film a sabak game. Uh, that'll be coming up. A week or so. It'll never come out because it was that bad. I think it was still funny because we were shitting on it. So anyway, there is a Sabak. There are rules for Sabak from Legends. But when the Han Solo movie was coming out, I don't know why I said the Han Solo movie. It's just called Solo. Hasbro made a younger, easier version of the Sabak game. But it sucks. It's not good. It's really bad. It's really bad. It doesn't it, make there sense. There isn't even a betting in this new version of the Sabat game for zero-year-olds. So, real quick, you get positive numbers and negative numbers. You're trying to get to zero. But there's there's zeros worth more than more z- other zeros. It's, it's fucked. I don't know who wrote the rule book. It makes no sense. Everybody's trying to get to zero. But you can get to zero. Like, if I have a positive nine and a negative nine, I have zero. But if Cody has a positive ten and a negative ten, his zero is better than my zero. It doesn't make any sense, and there's no point in betting. There's no time. Well, no, in, the- in those rules, there is no betting. You there's don't no bet. betting. No betting. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like they should have given that job to an actual like game company, like Fantasy Flight that makes the X-Wing games Hasbro. and like Warhammer and shit. No, Hasbro makes toys and shit. I thought Hasbro makes games, too. Well, they do, but like silly fucking board games. Like Sabat could be a really cool poker-style betting uh, card game. Yeah, they just made it way too simple. But but it was I mean, it was interesting to play. And then I looked at the Legends rules. We changed the rules a little bit, bet a little bit, and it was a little more fun. But yeah, we'll see. It was interesting. It was bad. It was a really bad time. Well, we could uh, play X-Wing or something instead. We could play Qui-Gon instead. We could talk more about Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon Jin. 
Uh, Harrison Whitney asked, when did you guys first start doing the podcast? And actually, we're coming up on our anniversary here. Fuck. Yeah, we're like right there. Next week is five years. Five years ago. On this day brought forth from our forefathers. And you should be known. I remember. Yeah. Five years ago. 2014. It's already 2019. Damn. That's what I was saying earlier about the, like the first part of the year being so crazy. We don't even realize we're here. I'll be in New York next week for our show. We'll be doing it remote. If anybody is in New York, I texted a, a few people that I know that are already there or close. Like, Fode is close enough. Uh, Dima's there. It's close enough. He's closer than he is to Ohio. Three hours? Two and a half, he said. Dim is there, and uh, what's his face? Sean Richards is there. Sean Richards. So anybody else that I'm missing, if you're close to New York City, let me know. I'll be there for a few days. So we'll be doing next episode remotely. Mm-hmm. Fucking five years. We got the celebration right around the corner. We're trying to plan for that. Uh, if you guys are attending celebration, you want to hang out. Either we haven't buttoned everything up, but we're doing an event. At, at a brewery. At a brewery. Next like, to the convention center. Right next to the convention center. So... Most likely, it's going to be probably Saturday night, but it might end up be fr- being Friday night. We'll uh, we'll release that that info later. But there's no schedule for the con yet, so we don't know like when the big panels are. So I don't want to like set a date for the brewery, and then there's the episode nine panels that night. So obviously, we're not going to go to it. So yeah, uh, so we're waiting to see, but uh, it'll be close, and we'll be meeting up with some Commonwealth people, some of our patrons, doing some live podcasts. Got some friends that have been on the show before will be joining us. So. Yeah, it should be fun, and we'll do a Star Wars-themed beer, as we usually do when beer, things happen. Beer-themed Star Wars. Beer-themed wars. In Noodless. Star. Sure Unlimited sucks. Power. Face terrible. This is a great, a great shirt. We never reviewed this beer. Go ahead on it. We talked about it. We didn't rate it, is what I meant to say. Yeah, let's rate it. Uh, it's two. It's good. I agree. Yeah. Honestly, I, like I keep, I'm just like satisfyingly sipping on this. It's it really is, good. It is surprisingly refreshing for being that that uh, flavorful. Because a lot of times if you put too much flavor in it, it's like hard to drink. If you've ever had a cider and thought this is good, but it's way too sugary and rich, this is a good alternative because it's a beer with fruit added to it. So it's not as strong. So I don't feel like I'm inhaling like 15 liquid apples. It, it does drink like a, tasty. Uh, a cider though. Yeah. There's a light cider. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Two out of three. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's not wowing. It's not wowing me. That that's the name, name of it. Wowie. Yeah. Wowie. I'm cool with it. I like it. Um. Oh, we have a question from the Commonwealth. I almost forgot. All right, cool. Let's get to that. If you guys didn't know, we're part of the Commonwealth. Star Wars Commonwealth, everybody. Check it out. We Bunch are Star one Wars of, podcast. Yeah, we talk about it. We're the black sheep. They don't really talk about us much. because <sighs> I wouldn't either. They're like really well put together shows. High quality. They talk about like real Star Wars news. Mm-hmm. We're over here just like... Oh, the fuck it. Did you see Interstellar? <laughs> our Star Wars podcast. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Take 15 minutes to get into the fucking Star Wars. Uh, so we started doing, I think in November, um, some of the followers of the Commonwealth are putting out a question for all of the shows once a month. So yeah. this one is Desert Island Star Wars. You know, the Desert Island game? Like you have to pick three books or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this one's a little interesting. <laughs> so for each era of Star Wars, you get to pick one. A movie, a novel, and a soundtrack. So for each era. So the prequels, out of those three movies, one's going to be a film, one's going to be a soundtrack, one's going to be a novel. And you have to pick through, You have to pick that for each era. 
Okay, so my first question is, is there going to be an era before the movies? No, it's just prequels, uh, originals, and sequels. Okay. The rough part is for the Disney era, there's four movies that have come out. So one is going to be completely not picked at all. So you got seven, eight, Rogue and Solo. You can pick a film, a movie, <laughs> a movie, a film, a novel, and a soundtrack out of those four in that era. So you're only picking one of the four movies, though. No, you're picking three. You're blowing my mind. Okay. <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? It's very bad. Um, all right. So you're saying for every era, so let's look at the prequels. I get to pick one movie. Yes. One soundtrack and one novel out of those three episodes yeah out of those three episodes so as an example i want the soundtrack from phantom menace the novel of attack of the clones and the movie of revenge of the sith oh i read i'm reading it let me just tell you how i'm reading it like it out of the prequel era i have to pick one of the movies i get to pick a soundtrack and then a novel out of the era so no close all right. Well, then I'm going to do episode three is the film. Fuck, I don't want to read episode two. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough I, because especially for the Disney stuff, like Rogue One or Solo is going to get dropped forever. That sucks because I want I want the soundtrack from one. But if I have to choose, I'd rather read episode one, have the soundtrack to two and have episode three. I'm going to go close. I, I want the movie for one, soundtrack for two. I do love the soundtrack for Clones and the novel for Revenge of the Sith. You know, that's I actually... I feel like there's a lot of extra bits in the, in the novel for three. Battle of the Heroes is on... Three. And then the droid marches on one. Yeah, there's nothing on two. I don't want two soundtrack. I don't want anything from two. I like two soundtrack a lot. What is Across it? the Stars is fucking awesome. Yeah, you're right. I am. Okay, I guess let's go to the fucking original trilogy. Not let's you you can change your answer if you don't want to. All right, original trilogy. I'm gonna go read episode six, keep five soundtrack from four. I think reading six would probably be pretty fun. At least the end. I'm picturing the end scene, the end conflict, the end battle being a lot more intense. I was yeah. I'm gonna say exactly the same thing actually. Four has great a uh, great soundtrack uh, for obvious reasons. They all have a good soundtrack. Five is the more most watchable to me. Rogue One is honestly the only soundtrack that I'm like, it's not bad, but I'm not like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. So novel for six, movie for five, soundtrack for four. So now, oh, you're saying well, so? There's four movies. I don't even know. And you- you're only picking three items, so one of the movies is going to be dropped well, the, entirely. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I would... Huh. All right. I would take the soundtrack from 7. I'd watch 8. Soundtrack from 7. Movie 8. And the book would be... I guess Solo. I guess I'm leaving Rogue One out. I'm also leaving Rogue One out. I want to watch 7. Still my favorite. I want to read 8. Because as far as what I've seen in the comic book of 8, there's a lot more shit and it's even more epic. And I want the solo soundtrack. Hmm. I, I really, really like Kylo's theme. 
That's the only reason I'm doing soundtrack. From I seven. mean, I do too. I do too. But I thought the solo soundtrack was a really interesting spin on it. Like Rogue One was like, it's cool not having Williams there. It's a different spin, but Solo took it to the next level. I think John Powell really crushed it. Like that's a great soundtrack. A new level. And Enfys Nest theme is epic. Love it. All the chewy stuff. All the callbacks to the uh, episode five and the asteroids and everything when Han doing the um, the castle run. I think it's great. Rural Farm Boy says he can't rank. None of it. Huh. I mean, I probably shouldn't be, honestly. If I like Star Wars, I should probably just be like loving it. I don't know. It's just this weird thing that I have the urge to rank them all the time. See, I like I like my choices better. I like if we went through the no, I'm just <laughs> that's saying, why you picked your choices. Well, no, no, no. And I, I mean this. <laughs> I meant I I took the the question a different way. If you could pick a book, a film, and a soundtrack out of the prequels, like I would have chosen the Plagueis book out of the prequels. Clone era. You're talking, yeah, eras. Yeah, yeah no, I would have watched movies. episode three, and then soundtrack of one. Now nah, we're talking actual the actual episodes. I don't want anything from two. I gotta I gotta rewatch it because it's been it's been a minute. Go watch it tonight. No, it's not worth it. It's the longest one. No, it, it used to be the longest one. It used to be the longest one. Yeah, episode two. There's like. 30 minutes where it's like, why? The whole speeder chase at the beginning. The sex worms trying to kill the nudeless queen. <laughs> the nudeless queen. I don't want to nitpick stuff like that anymore because yeah. you could really do it about all of them if you really felt like it. Yeah. It's very, very true. And we were... I, I was watching a... Uh... Oh, here we go. Here's a good question. Yuns do a podcast. What are your other shows you listen to? Rural Farm Boy is so funny. I listen to zero of zero. I don't listen to podcasts, actually. And if I do, it's either our own. One, to part criticize myself. Because I you want to make yourself better. So uh, I, I do that. <laughs> we haven't done it, but, but I would like to. If I do slip up and accidentally listen to another podcast, it's definitely Joe Rogan. But I'm very specific on the guests. Yeah. So like when Neil deGrasse Tyson was on all fucking day, um, every time Russell Brand is on, I love hearing him talk. He's so fast. Yeah, there he he's all over like the place. When he starts talking, of course, because we're not British, so his accent makes it a little harder when he's talking at rapid speed. He's also very intelligent, and he'll oh, just yeah. he'll just talk you in circles, and, oh, and yeah. you'll have to like stop. What are you even getting at? Bloody drugs, mate. <laughs> I like when when he criticizes himself, like he'll be in a full conversation, like he'll be disagreeing with Joe or something. He'd be like, I also smoked crack. <laughs> like <laughs> I jumped naked into a pond. Like we. Yeah. Thanks. He's like back when I smoked meth. That's cool. But did you do all Have you ever it? done DMT? Right. I'm actually going to pull my app up here. So I've mentioned before, I produce podcasts outside of this for work. So. After recording a podcast, editing our show, working on other shows, and I don't have a commute anymore, I don't have that much time to listen. So I definitely listen to Rogan still because that's what got me into podcasting in the first place. I've been trying to get back into hardcore history a little bit. Yep. But like I said, I don't have a commute. So I, my time to listen is limited. 
And those episodes are so long. I'm just worried I'm not going to get through anything. So I do um, take that back partly because I did get through all of his. I got oh, through yeah? every single one. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's like an audiobook. Yeah, it is. And but, I, but I'm a, better. Yeah. Well, I, if you guys didn't know, I was a history major at in college. So, like listening to the, um, you know, the timeline of World War One, like mm-hmm. battle to battle, pff, blows my fucking I've mind. I heard that one was really good. Yeah. I haven't listened to that one yet. Um, Dax Shepard's podcast is really good. And then I occasionally will listen to some other Star Wars shows, some of the other Commonwealth shows, especially that's usually for me when there's new content out, like leading up to and after a new movie. I'll listen to those because I want to hear everybody else's opinion on the film and everything. But just listening time is very limited. So listen to myself so I can I, hear how cool I sound. I do. That's, I mean, it's very arrogant and pompous of me but i do listen to myself first of all i have a terrible memory so i'll go back and listen to myself and have no clue what i'm gonna say and i'll make myself laugh because i have no i i don't know like and and, it, and we've said it before where i i will actually listen again to hear what you're saying because a lot of time we're i'm trying to talk and he's reading the chat yeah i have no, no idea what i'm saying <laughs> answers the wrong question now we we did an interview recently and we said we started the show because we were sitting around watching Star Wars, playing Battlefield, drinking beer, just making fun of shit. Like we we started just because we're just this is what we talk about on a normal basis, anyways. Five years ago. So if I listen to it, it's just like we're yelling at each other about Episode Eight when it came out. So that's I, all I, I have no shame listening. To we've yelled about Episode Eight for over a year now. Uh, can we talk about that? Are we no. done with it yet? No. What I would like to do, actually, I know we're trying to wrap up here a little bit. I'm not trying to wrap up. Fuck you. I am low-key kind of uh, pissed that we've gotten zero, zero info about episode nine. I'm not pissed at all. What, what did you expect? I want a fucking title. Dude, everything from episode eight came out of Celebration. The title was out before. I don't think so. Yes, it was. Stop. It was. The title was out before. I don't remember. See, I feel like they were teasing like episode seven. I have no memory of this place. They were teasing episode seven way before. That was different though, because the saga itself was coming back. That's true. We got that trailer like fifteen months before the movie. Not that thirteen months before the movie. I and I understand why they're doing it, but like anything, anything. No, there was anything. rumors people were uh, spouting about something coming out December. Like a little teaser, behind the scenes something, a title. It's like, no, it's not going to happen. Celebration. We'll get stuff in April. I'm not going to Celebration then. I'm not going. What are you talking about? (laughs) How do you do that? (laughs) Here's the one, the Mecca for Star Wars fans, where they're going to release all the information that you want to hear. I ain't going. When we get info, that's when we get. That's when we get. I'm right. CC2224 is right. I'm not wrong, though. But you're not right, either. From a certain point of view. <laughs> that trumps everything. You can be in a fight with your wife. You right? didn't take out the trash! From, well, from a certain, certain point, point of, view. of view. You didn't take out the trash, either. <laughs> <laughs> and divorce I've papers. I've that since we've been married. That's funny. Yes. Fucko said Mopra instead. I think all of these guys are hammered. They have no clue. Yeah. How hammered are you guys? Oh, history major. Nice. These all these guys like history. That's, I've been balls deep in history lately. Yeah. 
So it sparked from something random. My wife and I watched Downton Abbey, which I thought was actually really interesting. Are you familiar with it at all? I know the name. That's all I know. It's like an aristocratic family and like the, it starts, it spans like 15 years. So the first episode is right when the Titanic sinks in 1912. And they have this giant mansion. They have servants and everything. And it, he's dude is an earl. And it goes through like 10 or 15 years. Like they go through World War One and a bunch of different like historical events. I just thought it was interesting, like seeing the British aristocracy. So as soon as that was over, I started reading a bunch of books. So I'm just balls deep in like English history right now. I've never been like huge on it, but I'm like really interested right now. Yeah, I tried to, uh, I, I need to get, I need to research better. <laughs> One of these days I'll get, I'll get you it You definitely out. weren't a fucking English major. Uh, the, I like learning. <laughs> I really do. You know what's actually sparked this was the other day when. Uh, Don't say spark. When no. Lord Kerner and I were, we kind of had a few hours before the show and we kind of just rolled the dice on campus. I parked and we just walked around campus. I miss the feel of a, of a campus. I really do. Like people are around like learning and but and like, not buzzing, but you know, you, there, there's like a buzz around They're a budding. campus. They're literally budding, reproducing by budding. I mean, you live 10 minutes away from it. Just go. Yeah, no, it's very true. But I, there's something about being on it. And it's not just Ohio state campus. Any campus, you, you like walk around, everything's like new and fresh and... Not always. Not always. <laughs> Certain parts of campus are new and fresh. Dude, Ohio State campus didn't recognize it. Yeah, there's a I lot graduated of not too long ago. They've added close to 20 buildings. There's, oh, there's a ton there, of shit. There's just shit everywhere now. We walked from our place to High Street to get food and then up to Gateway. This isn't a podcast. <laughs> Do you have to talk? Oh, man. All right, guys. You want to do a versus at the end? <laughs> Only if you have an actual contest for them to do. Can't just call out universes. No, I was going to actually do... With no scenario. Who do you think would win? Boba Fett or Maul? Qui-Gon. The living force always wins. <laughs> Boba Fett or Maul? What does that even mean? In a death battle. If they had time to prepare. The whole time to prepare thing throws everything off. Because you could loophole it for days. Like Maul's an assassin. He would think about it, prepare. They both they both stalk land, his prey. They both land on a planet and they they walk up and meet each other halfway at a city, metal city. What era Maul and Boba? Peak, whatever peak there is for both characters. I don't know what the peak for Maul would have been. I would assume before he got cut in thirds. No, his peak is probably before... It's probably in Rebels. Because he's actually smart. And doesn't go raging into battles with no plan. But he also killed Qui-Gon Jinn raging into a battle. <laughs> Which is a no he's small He's a living feat. force philosopher meditator. He's not a battle master. Philosophize a miser. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I want to say Maul because first of all, is Obi Wan present? Because <laughs> Maul can prepare all day, but if he gets like, a little sniff of Obi Wan, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "Get over That's honestly weird that you would hold a grudge like that. I get it, but that was like, <sighs> I don't want to sound like a grumpy 
fucking complaining fuck. But that was one of the moments in Rebels. I'm just like, really? That Maul lived? Not that Maul li- Like, I, I had accepted that Maul lived. And he was... Maybe I need to rewatch it before I say anything stupid. I just... I felt like he was onto something. And then he gets a whiff of Kenobi and he drops everything. I've also exclaimed that and someone's like, oh, you just missed this part. He actually was after Kenobi the whole time. Like, yeah, I guess he's also a crime lord. You know, like things are going well. Just like rack up some credits and get a fuck you fucking Twilight slaves and chill. I mean, you, I, I agree with uh, the the people that are live with us. Yeah, Maul has to win. I, I think he just has an advantage one way or the other. Um, yeah, I just I don't, I don't think it would happen any other way. Yeah, but uh, I do as long as Kenobi's not present. Did you see that unreleased episode of Clone Wars where young Boba Fett and Cad Bane squared off? I've heard about it, but in no, a, I haven't. In a, what do they call it? A duel? Yeah. It wasn't a gentleman's duel. What's the gunslinging draw? Boom. I thought there was a name to that, like, quick shooting. A shootout? Yeah, I guess. A duel? I feel like there's a there's a word there or a name that I can't think of, but they yeah so they it's high it, news yeah it's like a gunslinger thing and I guess it was on release it was like a, the footage that I saw was like very rough yeah like people weren't even using their legs they were like floating into space like it was that rough but uh, what ends up happening is they square off and then you just hear boom and they both fall down. But the last thing you see is Boba Fett's helmet has that dent in it. So it's cool that they were trying to retcon. Oh, that's sweet. The dent in, and supposedly Cad Bane was supposed to be killed there. Nice. Where Boba Fett does win, but Boba Fett gets that dent in his in his helmet I like from that. Cad Bane. I like that. That's such a cool. That's so sweet. That's so cool. I need to, I, I meant to say this earlier and I didn't. So if anybody has a recommendation for a, a watch through of Clone Wars, or a guide of like which episodes you can skip or get plot summaries for or something. I would like to rewatch it. I just really don't know if I can get through six entire seasons of it. But I would like to rewatch all that or get the general uh, consensus before the season seven comes out. I think uh, Mr. Jacob Weiss uh, has a, a watcher's guide for it. Mr. Jacob Weiss. The Weiss. The Weiss. The Weiss master. <laughs> all right guys we are getting to that point uh i want to thank everybody who is live with us uh shutting the podcast down <laughs> five years five later years is enough we we cannot make it five and one third five and three quarters that's uh that's another one i i i'm all over the place with my mind Harry from Potter? uh no from uh five and three quarters no, that was nine, nine and three quarters, right? I know, but we've been five years, so I modified it. Jesus. In uh, Trailer Park Boys, he says, oh, we're going to go 50-50-50 uh, on this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What does he say? It's like a Catch-23 or something? Catch-23. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. I was watching that for a while in the background when I was doing work at home, but I kind of, I think I got to like season six and I stopped. Mm-hmm. Those go quick. Oh yeah, they when do. When it's just in the background, the twenty minutes just like you bang right through them. They do, they do run, run quick. So, anyways, so thank you guys for tuning in, Rogue Squadron Podcast, episode one seventy six. Six. Uh, thank you everybody who's tuned in live with us. We do appreciate it greatly. Uh, if you guys are fans of the show, you can't see. You see my watch face? Oh, that is cool. Turn your tracking computer off. Oh.
No, you put your target in. Oh, sorry. You took the water. <laughs> I'm going to be the virus. All right. I can't. I hate talking after you ramble. There's nothing else to say. I, I've mentioned this before. I listen to shows. I edit shows. Sometimes people talk really slow and they take big pauses. And I subconsciously, when we're on the mic, I try to talk faster so that people don't have to turn on like the one and a half speed to listen to us. And I talk too fast and then I stumble over myself. I'm trying to slow it down a little bit. Well, we appreciate that. Maybe we should have some wine in the show instead of beer. Maybe wine would make me chill a little bit more. Maybe we could just have milk. Guys, do you remember Star Wars? You remember have you Star heard Wars? Of Star Wars. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Uh, if you guys are fans of the show, <laughs> we'd highly recommend going over to our Patreon page. Yeah, check uh, it out, Rogue Squad Pod, or if you could just search Rogue Squadron Podcast. Jeez. We have several uh, patrons, many many patrons, running around the the fucking universe. Yeah, uh, the galaxy. So. If you want to support the show, you can go on there. We've got different tiers. Uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway next do, week. We do a giveaway once a month uh, yes. at our $10 tier. You automatically get pu- put in a drawing. Uh, so we'll be doing that next week. And if we end up in your town, we'll buy you a beer. Yes, exactly. So if you're in New York, let me know. And is uh, beers around my wife. That sounded very dirty. What? No, your, it's, it's your wife. Thing. Oh. Noodless wife for free. Mrs. Commander. It's all on her tab. Madam. Madam Mistress. Madam Commander. Madam. All right. It's, it's over. Good day, Galaxy. You saw nothing. There was no one. There was nothing. You ready? Episode 170,000? 170, you heard. 170,000? Bo, bo, bo. 114. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Obi, 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 Obi. We should get somebody to write us like a lyrics to this. Tune in on Sundays. Are you ready? <laughs> Our two happenings.